You're listening to Weekly Wiggins, a creative writing featurette. So I want to try something new, and we're gonna we're gonna see how it works. See if it's any good. Um, I'll send it to Junkie, and he'll he'll kind of edit it. Maybe put it at the show, some point. Maybe the end. Maybe a bonus episode in the middle of the week. Maybe a Patreon. Maybe I'll do it like three times and quit. I don't know. But I thought like a quick little like thought of the week or like uh, speculation of the week or like I'm driving in my car, so I'm gonna record something real quick for the week. So right now I'm driving in my car. So um, forgive me. A lot of times when I do this, we just record on, on my phone, and it works. But um, my new car's all fancy Bluetooth, so I don't have um, my little headphones, and I should because I think it would sound better than what we got going on. But that's okay. So anyway, thought of the week. So it's uh, it's a Friday morning for me right now. Obviously guys don't get the show the same day we record so if you are getting this a Friday it's a week after I thought it but anyway I wanted to do a quick recap of writing the Harley Davidson Livewire um I got a few questions about it on the Instagram don't forget you guys can always email askwigs at gmail.com and that would actually be something great if you if you wanted the subject for this little segment you know, you could always email something, and, and I could do a segment on, um, I don't know, we'll, I'll come up with a name, and then I'll quit doing it. Now, Junkie will stay on me. He'll be like, where is your little car talk, man? So anyway, the live wire. These are my thoughts. Um, pros and cons both, man. It, it's an amazing motorcycle. Hands down, ride it uh, with an open mind, and it's a it's an amazing bike. That's it. I mean, that that's the ultimate that I got from it. It's a fun, exciting motorcycle. It's fast, yes. It's uh, It actually rides really well and inspires confidence. And sometimes I don't like bikes that inspire confidence because um, they get you into trouble. But it, it felt really stable and it rode really well so the the geometry they nailed it they did put 17s front and rear which i always like because it it leads to putting a wider variety of tires on it are people going to track the live wire i'd fucking love to yeah (laughs) um but you know it's a thirty thousand dollar bike almost 28 i think um it does come with a charger but uh you know they're like oh yeah it comes with a charger for that price and I know it had a charger under the seat, and I hope that's not what they're calling the charger. I, I'm thinking it should come with something you put at your house that you plug into 220. But, um, you know, that's me. So, anyway, it's a little on the expensive side. However, it's new. Electric bikes in general are new. Um, zero, although I haven't ridden a new Zero, I do want to give Zero credit for... Uh, updating their styling like and maybe they had to do what they did for a while to survive and now that they're established they're making a nicer looking bike too i don't know um so there's that obviously we've talked about it on the show energicas are beautiful they look amazing um harley uh, they went kind of the safest route i think for them they went more of a sport bike look which is fine um that's what all of the electric bikes right now are doing um but it's great. So a little pricey, but very confident. It's rode very smooth. Um, 
something that I hear people say a lot is I want to shift, right? I want to clutch and I want to shift. Did I want to clutch a couple times when I was fucking around trying to pull the front wheel off the ground? But did I want to shift? I didn't miss shifting at all. Hands down, did not miss shifting at all. Now, my old man who will probably hear this will say, or I've heard him say, you know, I like my Goldwing with a clutch and a shifter. I don't totally disagree with that. I have not ridden the DCT Goldwing, um, so I can't really make a judgment call. He probably wasn't smart enough to ride one before he bought one and kind of see because I know he's a little stubborn, um, but on an ice engine, I could see it being different, and that bike is going to shift. It's if you're allowed to, and I think actually you can set it in a mode where you hit a button to make it shift, but either way, to me, that's different. The electric bike not having gears and not shifting was fucking amazing. It was awesome. You just, it wasn't that it was one less thing to worry about because as all of you know, I would assume, Shifting gears is not something you think about. You just do it, right? It's natural. Um, you've ridden a motorcycle enough. It's not a big deal. Same with using a clutch, you know? I mean, do you use it the same way as everyone else? Do some people sometimes use it incorrectly? Yeah, but if you ride a motorcycle a lot, you know, you use a clutch and you shift and it's natural. It's like driving a manual car. And honestly, I just got a new car for work and uh, I didn't hate the manual as much as I thought I would. Um, even in LA traffic in the middle of the day, like right now I'm currently driving to literally downtown in Gardena or just outside of downtown in Gardena, but I didn't hate the manual as much as I thought it would, especially on the daily with my job. When I was going to training a little bit and taking longer routes that had more traffic, it sucked. But anyway, um, you know, on a bike, I mean, does your hand get tired in traffic? Yeah, but I don't know. So the shifting itself was not missed. Now, another thing I'll say for my racer friends who don't know how to adapt or maybe just grew up on race bikes so they use that as an excuse, you can't be sitting still on this bike and blip the throttle like you're used to. Cannot do it. And I've only met one guy that really did it and said he like just was like have it. I know guys do it on their race bikes. Um, you know, I had to do it on my Jawa. But, I don't know, I was always good at switching. But I was also good at going from a bicycle having a front brake on the left and a rear brake on the right to a motorcycle with a front brake on the right and a clutch on the left. Or vice versa for a 50, actually. You put a hand, hand rear brake, which was on the left, like motorcycles are. Um, so, anyway, yeah, overall, amazing. Some downfalls. And this is a big thing for a lot of people is that, that range anxiety. So the bike has about a little over 100 mile range. If you're riding it like I was riding it, it's like 60 or 80. But that like riding it with a huge big smile, just like getting on it, having a good time, that's going to die out after a couple weeks and you're going to ride it like a normal person. Um, so that's not a big deal. Again, it depends what you're doing. If, if you live in L.A. and you want to ride up Angeles Crest all the way to Newcombs and back, you're going to be pushing the range. Uh, you know, if you live in South Orange County and you want to go to Cook's, no problem. You want to go to Hell's Kitchen, you're going to be pushing the range. Um, if you want to get on it Monday through Friday and ride to work, perfect motorcycle. 
And I think a friend of mine has a Tesla and he said it cost him something like $13 to fill up his Tesla to fully charge. Not to fill up, but I want to make it relative to what you're doing. So that means these things are a few bucks, right? So overall, you're going to, you know, I said it before, with the zero especially, you'll pay for the bike with your gas savings. Would you pay for the Harley? Maybe not 100%, but would it knock down a good a good amount of your payment? Yeah, you know, it would. So there's definitely that. You know, I still stand behind if you're commuting to work. It's a perfect bike. If you're going on long trips or whatever, it's not the most amazing. But here's the thing that I brought up to someone. You know, they asked about the range, and there happened to be a new Ford F-150 right there. And I said, when Henry Ford made the Model A pickup, what was its really what was its range and where were their gas stations but people had to buy it to progress right and it's you know of course in today's society that's not 100 percent relevant because when the model a came out everyone had you were either super wealthy and you had like an expensive car or you were buying a ford so it's kind of different because the range and the technology was the same across the board. So, yeah, okay, it's not a 100% spot-on argument, but you guys get the idea. People need to buy into it to, to keep it moving, right? And people are because there are those people that just commute. There are those people that just ride around town. There are those people, honestly, that just ride to the coffee shop to so, show their buddy their new motorcycle, and if they're going to sell their Ducati, <laughs> uh, you guys will get it, I hope. And buy a live wire to ride to the coffee shop, fucking so be it, you know? Um, there's a lot of people that don't put 100 miles down in a day. Because honestly, with the regular charger, it does take some time to charge it. Um, it's not like, you know, it's not like you're going to stop for 20 minutes and charge, but that is coming. Tesla's working on it. Tesla's already got it pretty close. So it's happening. Um, and those of you who think it doesn't take that long to fill up your gasoline engine, check your watch next time. It's, it's pretty close. So, but overall, I want to say a pretty, pretty amazing motorcycle. Um, if you get a chance to ride one, I highly recommend it. Go do it. We talk on the show a lot about the electric revolution, blah, 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 blah. I don't want it to totally replace gasoline engines, and I hope it's not going to, and I don't think it's going to, at least for a long time. Um, and at the rate of technology right now, a long time might be 10 years. We honestly don't know. But the prototype Livewire was, what, five years ago, six years ago? And they're just now kind of hitting production. Um, so... It's not a far-fetched idea to think 15, 20 years, you know, to really start replacing gasoline. And honestly, it's hard. You got a lot of people that, you know, motorcycles are the, the great freedom machine, right? Like, those will be the last ones to kind of go. Um, and the only reason I see it replacing cars to a point is the, the self-driving element more, you know, and it doesn't have to be electric to do that. So I don't know if you get a chance to ride one, ride one. Um, but I will say my overall rating, a uh, couple negatives price being a big negative. So I'm trying not to look at that as much. 
but I'm going to rate it on an 8 out of 10. Um, giving it a little bit of bonus for just being innovative. You know, is Harley the first one to do electric? No. But let's be honest here. It's fucking Harley Davidson. It's a pushrod, air-cooled, two-valve motor company. Yes, I know the Milwaukee 8's a four-valve. You're not going to school me on that. But that's not my point. My point is a 45-degree air-cooled pushrod V-twin is not latest technology. Where's BMW? Where's Ducati? They're kind of small, so it's hard. Well, maybe it's easy because they're small. Where's Triumph? Okay. Where's the big four Japanese? Uh, KTM, I think, is already doing something, but not to this, not on this scale if they are. So where are these, the big brands, the big high-tech brands? Where are they at? Like, let's be honest here. I love Harleys as much as the next person, probably more, and I probably hate them more than the next person. But why are they the ones doing that? That, to me, is amazing. Got to give them bonus points for that. Um, you know, I've said in the past, like, they need to change without changing, and it makes it hard. So how is the, how is the new technology going to set with everyone? People want those blubbery, shitty, air-cooled pushrod motors from Harley. That's what they want, myself included. I, I don't want a V-rod. If I wanted a V-rod, I'd buy a Japanese bike. So, I don't know. Those are my thoughts for the day. I don't even know how long this was. I don't know how good it sounds. I just kind of talked about that for a while. If you like the segment, email me, email Junkie. Tell him to keep it, and he'll stay on me if I start to slip. Um, we've been out of the studio for a few weeks with the holidays, but we had some episodes ahead. So, um, you know, this will go out. Maybe he'll just unleash this to the Patreons first. Maybe the whole world. I don't know, you know, I know the show length is kind of set, so I don't know if he wants to make the show a lot longer, but see what we can do. So anyway, uh, that's my thoughts for the week. Please, please, please email me or send us a message on Facebook and turn me, Terminal will get it to me, but email me some ideas. What are my thoughts on, you guys have already heard my thoughts on the new FT, AFT rules. Um, you know, what are my thoughts on whatever, and maybe this segment will come out better. But um, definitely askwigs at gmail.com. W-I-G-G-Z, I believe, for askwigs. Um, and, yeah, maybe we'll talk about some more cool shit. So signing off for the week. Um, thank you for listening.